Welcome to In Support of Families. This is Emily Penrod, and my guest today is Ashley, a high school student and blogger. And I've read her blogs. Ashley, welcome. Thank you for having me. And I was very impressed with what you wrote. You're in your last year, you're a senior in high school, correct? Yep, I'm very excited. Yeah. to finally be done. <laughs> yes, to finally be done. That's great. And you write about, I, I love the title of your blog, Positive Yet Anxious. I understand you've been diagnosed with generalized anxiety. Yes, I have. About, I think it was about a year ago that I finally went into the doctor and realized this is not normal. And they told me this is anxiety. And in your blogs, you write about a, you describe anxiety as a devil on your shoulder, which I think is a beautiful analogy. Yeah, I feel like anxiety is, some people think it's just being scared. It's definitely, nowadays, I feel like people are always saying, like, I got so anxious. But I feel like anxiety is so much more. Um, the devil on the shoulder is your, it's like a little, little guy named anxiety telling you that, uh, for example, when you're walking through the halls at school, the little guy on your shoulder is telling you everyone's looking at you and everyone's like thinking about you and like everyone's judging you. And it's just always feeding these thoughts into your, into your ear. And you just can't control it. So that's how I refer it to the devil on your shoulder. That's a good way to explain it. And, I, and you're right. I agree with you. I think a lot of people don't understand. They think maybe it's just being nervous and something that you can stop doing any time. Oh, yeah. It's definitely um, if actually having anxiety. Like some people, I'm sure, get scared of something. and. You can just refer to it as anxiety, but when you have this constant anxiety, it's not anywhere close to someone just having a little bit, like, and just um, worrying about something. I feel like it's that constant unwanted companion on your shoulder, and it's just not going to leave you alone, and you have to try and figure out how to make it go away. And I can well imagine you talked about walking through the halls of school. I can, I'm sure it impacts your, your schoolwork and your academic performance. Oh, yeah. It's, um, like, for example, I'm taking AP statistics, and the teacher may say a word that I have no idea what it means, and I'm about to raise my hand and ask it, but that little guy on my shoulder is like, why would you ask that? Everyone knows what it means. And it just, so I tend to not raise my hand and call and ask questions. It's little things like that. Like, I don't like to just get up and go get a tissue during class because I don't want people to be looking at me because I feel like that guy on my shoulder is going to be telling me everyone's, everyone's looking at you. Everyone's judging you right now. And so it's, and I realized when I was diagnosed with this, that that's not normal to have thoughts like that. And so that's when I realized, okay, something is not like right in my mind. And so that's how I kind of started trying to deal with this. And I can well believe if you, if you don't even feel comfortable asking the teacher for help or asking questions that, yeah, 
<laughs> that's definitely going to impact your academics. Now, yeah, it's... In, in your blogs, you have recorded, you've put a lot of work this past summer into improving yourself. Can you talk about that? Yeah, this summer, um, I realized that I need to really work on myself and I really need to get myself mentally stable and good because my family, um, last January, they moved to California and, um, I stayed here in Oregon so that I could finish high school. So I finished half of my junior year and then I'm right now in my senior year. So, um, it was really hard for me those from January to June, not being with my family. That was kind of the peak of my anxiety that took me in and let me live there for those six months. But driving myself to school, I would just get the worst anxiety and just like anything would make me so anxious. And so this summer I was thinking to myself, I don't want to go through that again. I don't want to be, because I, I sometimes I literally could not function because I was just so anxious. So this summer I made the goal to get myself um, mentally well so that I don't go through that terrible six months again. I'm, I have a whole year for my senior year. And so I really wanted to make this a good year. And I don't want it to be full of me being negative and anxious and depressed and everything like that. So um, the summer, I tried to figure out things that trigger my anxiety. So for example, I would constantly have the little devil on my shoulder telling me that um, I need to go and like look at everyone's Instagram posts and I need to see how I had so much fun without me because I was in California for the entire summer. And just things like that, my anxiety would tell me I'm not good. I'm not as good as these girls that are posting pictures and stuff like that. So I got social media out of my life. And I feel like this is probably one of the best moves I could have taken because, and I haven't, I have not regretted it. I still have my accounts and everything, but I only log on to post a picture or something like that. But to get this out of my life it was definitely a trigger for me and it's probably one of the best things that I did this summer awesome and and I know you wrote as the summer came to a close that you were you know that oh no I'm going back to school that that was a challenge for you oh yeah it definitely I'm so close with my family so it's really hard for me to be living away from them when I was about to come back to school thinking about the last six months. I just would never want to have to go through that again. Um, but so far it has been pretty great. Actually, I think I've been home for like three weeks. Well, back here in Oregon for three weeks and I am doing so much better. I, have been able to enjoy like my everyday life. I used to just hate waking up in the morning because my days were just full of just me being anxious and scared of everything. 
And so I'm actually, I've actually learned to deal with these things. And I'm just, I feel like I'm such much more of a happier person. Well, and you write in your blogs, it sounds like you have a good support network there in Oregon, in your high school. You, you talk about a school counselor who's helped you, and teachers, your friends. Yeah. Yeah, my school counselor, actually. So she's helped me a lot. Last school year, my U.S. history class was a very big trigger for my anxiety. I had to leave class many times because I just couldn't handle it anymore. And so it was, so what my anxieties were about that is that my first thought was someone's going to walk in this room and start shooting because we're learning about war and guns in that class. So that was just such a big trigger for me. So this last summer when we got our schedules, my counselor, I was able to contact her and we were able to work my schedule around so that I could have my boyfriend, Jared, in my people in politics class this year. So, and because in my U.S. history class, I was alone. I didn't have any friends in that class. And so having someone so close to me in my class this year, it's definitely um, been a help so far. And so my counselor is just absolutely amazing that she was able to do that. And she's able to work with me for that. So it sounds like arrangements were made with your teachers that you could get up and leave the room when you needed to. Yeah, um, I ha- I actually last year was going to a counselor who um, actually was in the school. So I would go to her. And But one thing for me was I wouldn't want to leave the room when I was having my anxiety because my first thought is I'm an open target in the hallway. What if someone comes and they're going to start shooting? And so I would just... I'd leave the room and I'd have my mom call me out and I would just walk right to my car and I'd go right home. I just, that history class would just trigger me so bad. I couldn't even focus. So this was just an arrangement that your school counselor was able to make. It sounds like you're you're not on an IEP or anything. You just had a very understanding counselor who helped facilitate. Yeah, yeah I'm not on an IEP or anything. So you're just, and you've, you're able to figure out what helps, what supports you, and what triggers you. I, I think that's huge. A lot of people dealing with anxiety are not as familiar with what their triggers are. Yeah, so. I definitely haven't found all my triggers. It's not like my life is fully anxiety-free and I'm just living an amazing life. Though I feel like those were just my main triggers, and I'm grateful that I was able to figure what they were out. It was hard at first, getting, especially getting rid of social media. Like, I'm a teenage girl. That is a very big thing. It was definitely hard at first, but I love that I was able to be so strong to get rid of it, and it's improved my life so much. You really noticed a difference when you were able to eliminate social media? Yes, definitely. And and you're right, social media that that's how teenagers communicate, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so every once in a while I go on it to see someone's message me or anything, but mainly most of my friends know to text me and not to um contact me through my social media. Well, it sounds like mainly you were it was the using it 
and comparing yourself to others that may have also been the challenge. Yeah, it and it made me nervous for coming back to school, seeing all these people and hanging out with all their friends and all these like cliques that were coming back to school and seeing all my friends hanging out. And so it just made me so nervous to come back to school. And I honestly would feel like they like forgot about me, but coming back to school, I've realized that they definitely have not forgot about me. It's, it's just that anxiety. That's just telling me your friends have forgotten about you. They're having so much more fun without you, but it's just, it's just this curse I have. It's just always with me and it's us always telling me things. But you're able to identify what it is and to know this isn't the truth. This is just the devil on my shoulder. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes when I'm at a low point and I'm having these thoughts, I think to myself, why am I so negative? Like, why am I like this? And so that's the thing about my blog is, I really wanted it to be a positive thing. I like no one likes when someone's just negative all the time. And I feel like last year that was just who I was. I was always so negative. And so this last summer I'm realizing you just need to be positive. You just need to make the best out of things. And if I'm sitting here thinking these thoughts and I'm just being negative about it, that just makes it 10 times worse. But if I'm sitting here getting these thoughts I'm trying to work through it and I'm being positive I mean it's not always possible to be positive but trying to work through it is such a positive thing so that's why I really wanted to focus my blog on trying to stay positive even though these anxious these anxieties are just always there well I like your comment about working through it as I read your blogs they sound they're positive but they're also honest you're, oh, yeah. yeah, you're, you're open, you're honest. And I can see how that could be helpful to write about it in that way that, okay, here is this, this situation, here is this challenge, and this is what it's like. And, and this is what I'm doing about it. Do you have and in all of this are excellent recommendations for anyone else who's dealing with anxiety of how they can deal with it, work through it. I think mainly, I don't know. I think it's like baby steps. You need to figure out about the problem. I didn't even know I had a problem. I thought it was just a regular thing because I've just lived with it. The first step is just figuring it out. And I think it's really, really important to get help. It's not something that you, that anyone should be able should have to go through on their own. And you can't go through it on your own. You need to seek help. You need to go to your school counselors or um, like any kind of counselors and also receiving help from your doctor, getting like medication for your anxiety because they're there to help you. And that's something that I have been realizing because I'm so independent. I'm like, I can do it on my own, but you can't, you, you need to get some help. And it sounds like you have a lot of family support too. I do. My family is amazing. Yeah. So first of all, recognize it. And and I love how you write in your blog. Other people can see, you know, they're not alone. Other people are dealing with this too. No, you're not alone. Get help. And then start identifying your triggers. Yeah. Yeah. I think definitely with the, um, 
realize you're not alone. I feel like part of my reason for putting out this blog was to see if anyone actually could relate to it. And I was really nervous at first because I was thinking, what if no one else is like this? Like, what if my I'm just crazy? So I put it out and I do post about once a week and the feedback that I get, it makes me feel like I'm so not alone. There's in no way am I alone. And so many people have reached out to me saying they thought they were alone. So it's so helpful to me and helpful to others that we're all able to realize that someone else is going through this. It's not just your mind like being crazy. It's this is something that people go through. Yes. I think you're helping a lot of people. I really admire what you're doing, Ashley. Thank you. That's my number one goal is to help at least one person. And I've had so many people reach out to me and tell me, like, you are reading my mind and they're just, like, saying that they, they've been helped and they're realizing that they need to find their triggers and stuff like that. So, yeah, that was definitely my one goal, and I feel like I've definitely accomplished it, and I hope to be able to um, help more people. All right. Well, your, your blog is Positive Yet Nervous. No, not Yet Anxious. Positive Yet Anxious, yeah. right? Positive yet anxious dot blogspot dot com. Okay, and I'll have the link on my on my page. Ashley, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you so much you for bet. having me. You bet. Enjoy your senior year. Thank you. Great day. You too. Thank you. reason that then that they were confined to a wheelchair and the school building did not have wheelchair access. In an effort to correct this,